welcome to BHTP Connections. I am Lisa Belvin. And I am Kit Kiefer, and you look really nice today. Thank you, and so do you, Kit. Uh, for all of you who can't see, Kit is wearing a tuxedo to work today. He's got uh, his sneakers on, but he still looks great. <laughs> and Lisa is elegant in, in a nice black dress, and the, re the reason is it is our boss's birthday. So happy birthday, Brad. We didn't buy you anything. <laughs> But we still care. But we still <laughs> That's care. That's the message behind that. And it's snowing. Yes, and I wore heels today for uh, Brad's birthday, but I had to wear boots on the way here because we had about five inches of snow, which was a major buzzkill for the beautiful spring weather that we were uh, experiencing last week. We had some 50s, some 60s. We saw some green grass, and, and now it's gone. Say lovey. It'll yeah. be back. It, it's not gone for long, right? You know, it's uh, it's that time of year when you can, you know spring is just around the corner, mm -hmm. and I'll be darned, spring is just right around the corner. You know what that means? There's only one thing that can cure your winter blues. And what is that? And that is travel. Oh, I was going to say music. I was wrong again. <laughs> that too. Um, yeah, travel. So this next week, I'm off to Salt Lake City. I'm going to see Elton John. Cross that off of my bucket list. A little bit jealous. I'm going Just to admit it. Just a little it. bit jealous. And I'm getting you that autographed picture of Michael Phelps that, that you didn't well. get for Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. And, and for those of you out there who are not going to Salt Lake City, um, what can we recommend? Well, you got 65 bucks, you can go to Europe. Just about everybody has 65 bucks. And no better way to spend it, uh, frankly, than to hop on a plane and see another country. Yeah, I, in case you missed the news, so Norwegian Air, who we've talked about a lot on this podcast and is uh, famous for just some insane deals to... Um, to Europe has come out with $65 fares from selected airports. And when we say selected airports, we mean really selected airports. Like <laughs> how about South Hudson Valley Airport in New York? I think that's the one where, where the luggage carousel is actually just a pile in the corner. Right. <laughs> But if you can get there, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have a great deal, and it's actually worth the trek. Um, and it's only like 60 miles uh, north of Manhattan, so no. it, you know it's not like it's totally in the boonies. Yep. So that is one thing that we found. The other thing uh, you might probably be aware of, because it's it's no secret, but um, Paris in the spring and the summer this year is gonna be insane. And you know everybody has Paris in the spring and summer on their bucket list. Uh, you're gonna be able to fly over direct to Paris with some really great deals. I've seen flights in the four and five hundred dollars from the Midwest, which never happens, and also four and five star hotels starting at about $150 a night. Never gonna get better than that, so check it out. That's crazy. That that is just great because like you said, you know, Paris in the spring, it's the city of romance, mm -hmm. right? In the springtime. And you know, that that's where you want to take your significant other person mm -hmm. to uh, like celebrate find something to celebrate. doesn't even matter. You know, for 400 bucks, you, you can make, it, make, make something up. And cross that off your list and move on to your next travel adventure. Now, supposing that you're, you're just not the Europe type. Now, I know that's totally not you. You are, you are absolutely the European type. But this supposing you're not the Europe type and you want to go to Asia, now is the time to now do it. Now is the time to go to Asia, yeah. And, and, and here's why. Um, you may have heard us mention, and, and if we didn't, I, I think we did, there's a startup called Air Asia X. And I know this is a favorite of Chris McGinnis, who is a, a fan of this show and, and someone we've had on. Um, they are looking to do to Asia travel, travel from the U.S. to Asia, what 
Norwegian Air and Wow Air and some of these other disruptors have done for European mm-hmm. travel. It, it's a trend. You know, it, it's hot. People are digging it, and you can't beat the deals. And what is the deal that they're offering? Well, how about if I told you you could get over to Asia for 99 bucks? I would not believe you, quite frankly. Well, th- that's because it isn't quite true. Okay. okay. <laughs> because there's some qualifiers on this. There, there, there's a very good interview with the uh, with the CEO of AirAsia X, who is Datuk uh, Kamandu Marandin. Uh, he's Malaysian, and it's in, it's on Skift, uh, which is a, a great site for travel insight. If you really want to get inside of the travel business, Skift is a great place to do that. There's an interview with him where he was talking about these low fares, and the fare is from Honolulu to Osaka, so you still have to get to Honolulu. And last I checked, there weren't like $69 fares to Honolulu. No. <laughs> right? So, But once you're in Honolulu, you can get to Osaka for 99 bucks. Which... It's never going to happen again. So. Which is still great. And I know Japan is um, something that, a destination that a lot of people are intrigued by, right? Absolutely. Myself included. Someday we're going to check that one off. But I feel like we've been saying that a lot lately. Like, never again, never again are you going to see fares this low. And they just keep falling. And yeah. I'm not quite sure what the catalyst is for this. For things like Paris, obviously, you can figure it out. Uh, people are afraid of terrorism. They're afraid to have Paris as their home base for a European vacation. They'd rather hop on a river cruise where they can be more autonomous and move around. Um, these are easy. The other fares, I haven't figured out yet. <laughs> well, and it's not just AirAsia X, right? It, it's, it's established carriers like Singapore Air, like Cathay Pacific, as uh, Chris McGinnis has talked about, that are coming out with $200 and $300 fares and and not requiring you to get to Honolulu, but doing this from LAX and, and some other great places as well. But the, the, the deal that AirAsia uh, Air X is dealing with right now is they need bigger planes because right now they can't fly from LA to Osaka because they don't have planes that can go that far, which would be a drawback if you decided that you were going to do it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you don't want to come up short when you're flying <laughs> across the Pacific. So uh, they're working on, on the on the uh, mechanics of that, of getting bigger planes. So for now, it's Honolulu to Osaka. But in the future, don't be surprised if you do see those $99 fares from West Coast destinations like SFO and LAX to Asia. Unbelievable. The world is smaller and more connected than it's ever been before. So um, keep keep your ear out and your eye out. I'm sure we'll have a lot more news. And maybe, Kate, you can put a link to that story on the blog where this is housed. So. I, I would be happy to. Right. So you can check that out, blog.bhtp.com. We have more good stuff on that than ever because for a short time, we're going to be publishing four days a week. And we have uh, some really cool uh, videos that uh, we shot while we were in New York a few weeks back uh, covering uh, the report that Kit recently wrote called The State of Travel Insurance 2017. So you got four smart guys in a room talking about travel. And, and, you know, that that may not sound really, like, alluring. It's probably not Oscar-worthy material. (laughs) But once you see them... You know, we've cut it into some short videos that are are really interesting, uh, talking about security and travel and tech and travel and a lot of these these big-time issues. Mm -hmm. And these gentlemen definitely know their stuff. And so if you're interested in travel or um, the implications of travel on other industries, you definitely want to check it out. So that's blog.bhtp.com. That's right. And those smart guys are? Uh, Chris McGinnis, Dean Sibley. Who is? Our president. (laughs) Hi, Dean. Um, Jim Grace. 
and Jim Gray's CEO of Ensure My Trip. Yep, and uh, Chris, you had mentioned before, is the uh, the travel skills blog uh, writer. Correct. And um, and Clayton Reed, who is the CEO of MMGY Global, which is one of the biggest uh, advertising PR firms working in the travel industry. And a real snazzy dresser. A snazzy dresser, a cool dude, too. Yeah. <laughs> He'd fit in with us today. Yeah, um, absolutely. But these gentlemen have such a vast uh, array of knowledge of the travel industry and put them together in a room. Uh, some really, really interesting conversations. So it was a thrill for us to be a part of that, uh, sitting just a few feet away, um, listening to them talk talk and we'd love to share that with you so check it out yeah a lot of electricity in the room with that i think we'll we'll, we'll uh, jump into the interviews if you caught the last podcast you know we uh taped a number of interviews at the new york times travel show did you like that last podcast it was awesome Thought so. Um, so this time around, we've got a couple of really great guests. We've got Scott from Travel Impressions, and Travel Impressions is one of the largest travel agencies out there that works with other travel agents. So what, what that means is they're a supplier of, of vacations and destinations to travel agents. So if you want to know what your travel agent is going to be talking about and going to be offering you as a destination in 2017, Scott's going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. And... Um from REI Adventures, Justin Wood, and I was amongst the people who didn't know that REI did travel. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know it either until I walked past their booth and it's like, well, you guys do travel. And they I, do. <laughs> I, I knew they did hiking boots. I did sure. not know they did travel. Um, and they've been doing travel for 30 years, which amazed me. Yeah, so Justin's going to have some really great information as well. But let's start off with Scott. Um, talking about destinations and uh resorts and all-inclusives and, and things that are really going to be hot in 2017. We're here at the New York Times Travel Show with Scott Wiseman, and Scott is the president of Travel Impressions. Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Travel Impressions is? Absolutely. Well, we're one of the oldest in the United States that's a uh, travel wholesaler dedicated solely to the aging community. Uh, we represent over 200 destinations, including all-inclusive and some of the rest of the world exotic property have over 1,700 villas, 1,800 uh, hotels and properties, and also package with dedicated vacation flights out of about 26 uh, gateways from the United States to sun and sand destinations. Fantastic, so we're coming out of a 2016, which you might characterize as interesting. How's 2017 shaping up? Better, <laughs> definitely 2016 was a little bumpy with so much going on around the world, um, but 2017 is off to a hot start. We're seeing uh, rebounds nicely. We're still cautiously optimistic, but with the stock market booming and consumer confidence up, we're seeing a return to, to travel that probably you know puts us in good, strong, single digit to you know just about double digit growth, which we're happy about. Let's talk about one of your sweet spots, which is the Caribbean era. Uh, we just finished some research which indicated that the Caribbean is going to be exceptionally strong in 2017. Do you concur? Yeah, I think that uh, the Caribbean probably suffered a little bit more than even Mexico, just with the Zika scare. But again, we're finding people having uh, a little bit of resurgence. We're seeing other groups that where Zika is not a big a concern with them. So that also is looking very positive. Also, um, you specialize in destination weddings and a lot of this kind of destination travel. How is that market shaping up? Good. I think last year we took a little bit of a hit with that again because of the demographics of the age of those that are in destination weddings and the concern with Zika. But uh, it still continues. I mean, obviously people are still getting married and still want to travel. So we're finding alternative locations for them to travel and they seem to be enjoying it. So it's so far so good. 
You know, one of the interesting things in our research that we found was luxury travel is actually very popular about uh, with younger travelers, people who are ages 25 to 34. Are you finding travelers with discretionary income in that age band who are spending it at your properties? Yes, definitely I think the those that are making money or have the money to spend uh, are taking advantage of being treated special. And a lot of the all-inclusives that we offer are great places to do that because inclusive luxury takes on so many different meanings. You know, the wristbands are no longer necessary you're still getting premium beverages. They're restocking the minibar every day. You can dine a la carte whenever you want. You can have 24-hour room service, and it's all prepaid. It's all included in the price. So if you're on a budget, you spend a little bit more up front, and you know you won't have to spend any money out of pocket while you're traveling. So we have a number of writers who write a lot about all-inclusives, including travel agents who write about them, and talk about what a great deal they are and how how much better they are than they've been in the past. Obviously, you're touching on that, but you know, one of the things you talked about in your panel was that there are really more different options for people who are looking at all-inclusives now. But that's the beauty of it. I mean, we, I think we talked that in 20 years, we went from four brands to over 40 brands. And part of that is that people realize that it's a wide variety of people that want all-inclusive. And you can theme them, whether it's a focus on wellness or a focus on uh, gourmet or cuisine. Uh, I think what's nice about it is there's something for everybody. Even with multi-generational trips, there's properties that you can actually stay at that are adjacent to each other that have reciprocal purpose so that the families can stay in one area and the couples can go to the couples resort during the day, enjoy the activities, and all come back together in the evening. So are there any destinations, just to wrap up, any destinations that people should be thinking about that might be a little bit off their radar now? That's a good question. I think that uh, Panama uh, now has some all-inclusive, which I think is something that people hadn't uh, considered in Costa Rica as well. And so I would keep an eye on, on that and see if we start to see some growth outside of the typical you know, Cancun and Caribbean destinations that's starting to expand a little bit more Central America. Wonderful. Scott Wiseman, President of Travel Impressions, thank you for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have you ever done an all-inclusive resort? I have not, and that's something I've been thinking a lot about lately. Like, I'd really like to go to a place, you know, just for like three or four days where I do nothing but sit on like a deck chair at the pool and read a book. And everything's paid for. And everything's paid for, and I can eat whatever I want whenever I want. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my version of heaven right there. Yeah, and, and, and have a few tropical beverages, things yes. with, with parasols in them from time to time. Yes. This sounds like heaven, so I have been thinking about that. Okay, that's cool. Well, so have I, you know, in, in those rare moments of free time, I think <laughs> about things like that. Uh, but, you know, I also think about how cool it would be to take a biking adventure or hiking adventure. You know, it's the 200th anniversary of the bicycle. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's a lot of anniversaries this year. Why yeah. don't you ride your bicycle on its 200th anniversary? 200th anniversary through Canada on their 150th anniversary. Wow. <laughs> Mind blown. Mind blown, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've often also thought of, you know, some, some hiking adventures or some biking adventures, so, something, you know, active going across, I don't know, Ireland or mm -hmm. Scotland or just some wild-ish place. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, I mean... I think between Kit and I, we want to go everywhere. So we want to get us, right? Let's, let's speak with Justin. Um, Kit, you had a lovely conversation with him, and he can get us going uh, for a few more ideas of where we'd like to travel and do some adventuring. With REI. We are here at the New York Times Travel Show with Justin Wood from REI Adventures. How you doing, Justin? Doing great, Kit. Thanks. How are you? Great. So let's talk a little bit about REI Adventures. A lot of people might not be familiar with them, but you have a long history. 
That's right. So the REI Co-op has been selling great uh, outdoor adventure gear since 1938 uh, to our members all over the country and all over the world. But uh, our adventure travel programs, we've been running for about 30 years now. And we've got trips on uh, every continent all over the world. Hike, bike, paddle, climb. With REI, it's a great time. So that rhymes, you know. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, one of the things we talked about earlier, uh, kind of a keyword, is human-powered. Yeah, that's right. And I think the focus on human power is not just part of a sort of REI's DNA. It's also a great way to see the world, maybe the best way to see the world. When you travel by bike or on foot, um, you get to be immersed in the landscape and in communities in a, in a different way, a more authentic way, and be closer to the land and closer to the people. So it's a different experience. One of the impressive things to me was the amount of local guiding that you have. So it's locals taking you around. That's right. And by making sure that we have local guides out with our groups all the time, we can put somebody with the group who not only becomes a fast friend to everyone there, but somebody who is really part of the fabric of the community. And they can talk to you about why you're seeing something you're seeing on the street, um, or why uh, somebody is um, maybe orienting themselves a particular way to a particular situation, because they know everything that goes into a day in the life of a, of a certain kind of uh, people. So it's, it's, a, it's a much more immersive and a richer kind of experience. And it's not, not just dehydrated food and water out of a canteen, is it? No, the meals that our team uh, can prepare really blow people's minds. You know, a lot of times on a camping trip, somebody comes back from a long day of hiking, they're sweaty, they're tired, and they sit down to a really expertly prepared three-course meal with locally sourced fresh ingredients. It uh, can be pretty mind-blowing. So. And one of the big things that's popular now is solo travel, especially among women. And I, th I think you've got some things that really can accommodate them as well. We do are really excited this year to be expanding our women's adventures to include 19 new programs all around the globe, uh, guided by female guides and really designed to showcase these amazing destinations through a more uniquely female point of view. It's the same great activity. You can get out all day, really challenge yourself, push yourself, hike, bike and see the world uh, REI style, but you get to be out there with a group of uh, like-minded uh, female travelers and a female guide who's really going to bring the place to life in a different way. Now adventure travel is really hot, but lots of people define adventure travel differently. It seems like you can really accommodate all those definitions of adventure travel. I think for us what, what we think about and, and the way we sort of think about authentic adventure travel is first it's got to be local and it's got to be really about connecting people to the community in a meaningful way and giving back to that community in a meaningful way so it's also got to be about sustainable travel and making sure that when we take somebody to a place we're going to we're going to make sure that the accommodations we're trying to use the restaurants we're trying to visit and everything that we're trying to source to bring the experience together is as locally based as it possibly can be and it's also in an adventure it's really about activity it's about being outside and really being active and experiencing parts of the destination that you're not going to find in a guidebook and you're not going to probably find on your own so i think bringing those three things together in, in a really unique way is part of what makes rei adventures a unique adventure travel experience. So what are some of your favorite adventures? Oh boy, you know we have so many that are that are great but my my heart sort of um, goes out for the classics you know the tour to Mont Blanc which is an amazing trek around Mont Blanc through um, France and Italy and Switzerland. We actually have an eight-day program a, a sort of express version of that program now for people that don't quite have as much time to do the full the full trip. Um, the Everest Base Camp Trek, um, the trek up Mount Kilimanjaro, the Inca Trail, the classic treks of the world to me are sort of like that life list kind of experience that, that you have to go for. Well, I heard uh, earlier you say that Portugal's really hot now. Yes, you know, 
there are some new long distance hiking routes uh, taking shape in Europe that are really intriguing. And one of them that is really popular with REI members right now is the Rota Vicentina. Um, on our Portugal coastal hiking program, we hike some of the best sections of the fisherman's route, it's called, that links these wonderful old fishing villages all along the coast of Portugal. So you get rugged, beautiful coastal hiking along the sea cliffs through these charming old Portuguese villages with amazing seafood, terrific wine. The price is unbeatable. The guides were so passionate and knowledgeable about their home country. That is a, that is a home run experience. Well, I'm in, but it's, it sounds like a lot of your 2017 adventures are selling out fast. The trips do sell out fast. We try to keep adding. We try to keep adding. If, if people want something, we're going to try to make sure that they get the opportunity. But we really are focused on operating in the best time to operate. We really are focused on making sure that our groups stay small. So um, no matter when you choose to come, you're going to have that kind of experience. But we do recommend that people take a look at this site and try to plan in advance because a lot of the trips do sell out in advance. So if people want to know more about REI Adventures, where do you recommend they go? The best place to research the trips on your own is on our website, rei.com forward slash travel. Uh, but if you want to talk with somebody on our team, we have an amazing team of adventure travel experts who've been all over the world. And at 1-800-622-2236, you can talk with any of our adventure specialists who know all of the trips all around the world expertly and can really help you sort of pick the experience that's going to suit you best for where you're at in your adventure travel journey. So. And can people follow you socially? Yeah, people can follow REI on Facebook, um, on Twitter, and uh, it's a great way to keep up with not only what's going on with REI Ventures, but what's going on with our great outdoor school programs and with the co-op in general. Fantastic. So Justin Wood, REI Adventures, thanks for spending some time with us. Yeah, it's great talking with you, Kit. Thanks so much. So thank you so much, Justin and Kit. Um, I'm ready to hit the road. <laughs> thank you, guys. Um, that's the last of uh, the interviews that uh, you did at the New York Times Travel Show. So um, just kind of like a recap, great show. If you are in the area and you are at all interested in anything travel, go check it out. You can hear some fabulous speakers. They have book signings, cooking classes. You can just spend the day and visit every location um, every like travel supplier that you would ever want to experience all in one day and then make your plans for the rest of the year. Well, and with so many of these travel suppliers going to virtual reality kinds of displays, you can actually see what it would be like to be in South Africa, or you can see what it would be like to be in the Caribbean or the Orient, you name it. Uh, VR is only getting bigger in the travel space and, and the New York Times Travel Show was a real showcase for VR. It was this year. That was one of our biggest takeaways at how much that had grown and how important um, virtual reality has become to the travel industry. Um, that's only going to get bigger. Uh, and we'll check it out again and report back to you next year. But uh, great show. Uh, definitely one to check out. If you're in the Midwest, something very similar is the Chicago Travel and Adventure Show. Really, really similar uh, in layout and schedule, and you can see some great guests. Um, they have SeaWorld come in. You can go interact with some penguins and some birds, <laughs> and that one's in Chicago. Shamu. <laughs> they didn't bring Shamu. They brought those smaller versions of Shamu. the animals. <laughs> But that one is held in Rosemont at the convention center. Um, and so if you're in the Midwest and Chicago's not far, I would definitely suggest that one as well. I bet you have not even had a chance today to take a look at our blog post for the day. I have not. Uh, it's by Daniela Harrison, who, if you've listened to this blog before, is a frequent contributor um, to the blog and has been on our podcast. And she was writing about, here are some great options for summer 2017 travel. And one of the things she said is popular, and I am. this sounds so awesome to me, I'm dying to hear what you have to think about it, is 
you take you fly over to Europe, you take like a three day cruise, then you do land exploration for a couple of days and finish it off with a short river cruise. Well, you you and I both are kind of big on this river cruise thing. You're yeah. probably going. Yeah, eventually, um, yeah. And probably a lot sooner than me. But it's definitely like a hot thing right now that everybody's talking about. And I had never really considered it before till recently uh, uh, when I hear all this buzz about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'll check that out. <laughs> Well, what you could do with, with a vacation like that, and thanks to Danielle for suggesting it, is is you could start and do maybe some Greek islands and maybe a little bit of Italy, catch a train, do some sightseeing in Italy, then maybe train up to, let's say, Vienna and do a short cruise up the Rhine or the Danube and finish off in a place like Budapest and then head back. I mean... That sounds awesome to me. The other thing that strikes me is if anybody has ever traveled by train <laughs> uh, f- around Europe, it's not very luxurious, especially if you're a person, a young person, or <laughs> uh, you don't have that much to spend on luxury travel. It is not comfortable. It is not glamorous. Or you could hop on a river cruise and do it where you have a nice bed, <laughs> a sink to brush your teeth, <laughs> and beautiful like windows where you can see like all the way through, and you don't have to share it with uh, nine strangers. So that sounds really lovely to me. Well, and the thing about river cruises that really appeals to me is that on many of these boats, there's no inside cabins. Mm-hmm. Every cabin faces out on the, on the landscape that's come, yeah. you know passing by you, and I think that's just great. What a wonderful, comfortable, uh, secure way to see Europe. Uh, I would definitely recommend it. So check out that blog. Um, it's it's called Where the Deals Are, uh, Summer Travel 2017. It's by Daniela Harrison, who we got to get back on the show yeah. here. You know, one we'll of these give her days. a call. <laughs> yeah, we'll call her up and, and ask her what's going on. Um, speaking of which, we have no idea who we're going to talk to next month. No. It, it, it'll be someone interesting. We guarantee you that. We're going to surprise y'all. <laughs> we're going to surprise us, too. <laughs> Uh, so with that, we're, we're going to wrap up this edition of BHTP Connections. I'm Kit Kiefer. I'm Lisa Bellavin. Safe travels, and we'll catch you later. 